Greetings. I play both Nanala and her sidekick, Rain. I'm also one of the co-DMs of Global Rollers. We're a group of geeks from all around the world playing Dungeons & Dragons. Hang around and listen to this week's adventures. Welcome to tonight's Global Rollers. Well, we've had three weeks of a long and protracted combat, which finally came to an end. The group uh, has been taken to Anna Harris Lair for uh, some recovery, uh, lick their wounds, and hopefully resolve the issue with Creston, who has been petrified. So, everyone went off to their rooms. Uh, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Nerisse has stayed near Creston Statue, which is located in the central chain, the central chamber that connects all the guest rooms, and is in uh, her dog form. And is faintly glowing. Uh, Curiosity stayed in their room for a, a while and then came out and is also keeping watch uh, with his back to the wall. Uh, is there anything anyone else wants to do? Um, uh, as far as Nala is concerned, she stripped, put everything outside her door and uh, soaked in a bath and then collapsed into bed as she was uh, yeah, still fairly injured. What about Dela? Yeah, Dela's going to have to have a conversation with her sugar daddy. Okay. Okay. Um, so after, after everybody got in and things settled down, uh, she... Did what Nin did and go for the bath. Um, she she'd gotten blasted with those um, scorching rays, so uh, you know there's like her clothing was fire damaged, and she's taking especially after the adrenaline of what had happened uh, was starting to uh, fade away, and so her bath was spent. Um, very much um, just caught in a whirlwind of thoughts and memories from her past. Um, the scar on her back uh, from her childhood um, uh, almost is in the same place where she was burned uh, by the uh, mage. And uh, after spending maybe an hour kind of hard to tell underground when you're just ruminating. Um, she got out and kind of threw, put her, tried to put herself together enough to uh, go into her ring. Um, inside of there uh, with her continuous flame candle, kind of sitting down, cross light in front of the flame and reaching out to Zah. Starting with her, her typical um, kind of download of, of information, uh, 
mostly centered on the cultist update. Um, it's telling him about everything from the trek up there and the um, the first bit of it, um, apologizing for Iko getting hurt. Um, and that part kind of starts bringing her to tears. Um, so as you, Dela, as you are focusing and speaking and, you know, doing your rambling that you tend to do, filling this quiet place within your ring with sound, with anything to kind of reestablish that connection that that immediate connection that you always feel, though not severed, it feels like it's waned a little bit just from what you've been going through uh, mentally and through your own coming of your own powers or these, these additional influences from inside of you. You, you feel a warm sensation wash over your entire body. The tenseness in your muscles, the aches of your bruise and various wounds begin to ease as you feel a slow, relaxing calmness settle over you. You feel a soft, gentle touch, but of a strong hand wipe one of your tears. And you look up and you see now that that candle flame has opened grown and opened to be the best way to kind of describe it is a a mirror but you see now Zaz's physical form standing on one side and he has reached through and he has wiped your tear away you feel the warmth of his finger brush against your cheek and the tear just kind of evaporates really he withdraws its hand and you see there's a faint shimmer of reddish orangey energy that kind of uh, almost like a ripple on water and he looks to you is the same visage that you've seen him time and time again that dark skin blazing yellow eyes the slow drip of the molten rock falling from the corners of his mouth which is curved in a soft smile you don't really see him or you've never really experienced him be show that type of expression it's a little a little off-putting um but there yeah he's before you so i'm i'm, I'm so sorry that i could have got hurt i I, I, just, I won't put her in danger like that again. He shakes his head. It's fine. It's why she's with you. You use her as you see fit. She understands. Don't you? And you see kind of lift a bit from the edge of that shimmering portal. You see her kind of head pop up and she floats and kind of drifts and sits upon his shoulder. 
It's fine. I'm, I'm okay. But it had to hurt, though. Briefly. It's okay. Okay. And they were kind of gone from, like, that, like, frantic tears to a little bit more of that, like, a little bit of, like, a few tears of relief. Um, right. With the change in, in, in the presence of Zog. Zog, it had, had, did you, do you sense what happens with, with me when, when I'm away from you? You're not, not in here? Momentary falling, yes. It's not a sense. He kind of looks to Aiko and He's uh, a little bird, if you will. She comes back. She comes to me. She speaks to me. So, yes. You're fine, though. You've survived, have you not? I almost died. You didn't. You're stronger. If I die, will I come to you too? Like I he can't... thinks for a minute. I can't make a promise like that. Where your spirits and your essence is bound is not to me exactly. Our deal is not of that. It's not of me taking your soul. It is a companionship, a uh, transference of power. One day I will call upon you, and you should answer. But your death is you need to uh, speak to some of your holy people. You wish to talk about that. Our holy person is a statue right now, though. More tears. <laughs> well, look, we're limited on this. I understand your plight and your wariness, but is that what you reached out for me to discuss? I, I was, I was just scared. Can, can you make me stronger? He reaches his hand up toward Aiko and she steps and he holds her aloft just on the other side of the, like on his side, just like holds her directly kind of in front of you. And he moves his hand and she kind of floats. And you watch as he takes a bit of that molten fire, magma, rock, whatever it is, he kind of takes it and he takes like a handful of it or like a, like a little grab, a little dollop, if you will. And you watch as he begins to, best way to kind of describe it, mold it like taffy, where he's pulling it 
and he begins to create this like almost like a, a small fiery fiery tether it reminds you of like a small fiery string and he begins to just keep on whipping it out and his hands move fast as it becomes so thin it's almost unperceivable and he you watch as he takes one in and he presses it into Aiko's back and you watch as she actually she has a pained expression on her face for a brief moment as you watch the cracks of her skin kind of flare up a bit and then die down and she gives a breath and he reaches forward toward you and you watch as he takes one hand and he waves it over your eyes and that knowledge or that ability that was blessed upon you or granted to you before to be able to see and perceive magic you feel it kind of taken and he moves forward and he presses gently a thumb to your the middle of your chest there's a burning sensation just a split second and then that tether that you see that connects you to kind of disappears That should help. Thank you. You said you're, you would call upon me in the future. Can I ask, can I ask though, you, you sent me to this group. You, you told me to look for, for someone with, she kind of closes her eyes and kind of thinks back. Skin like like earth and soot and hair is as fibrous as the open flame built upon a strong flame. A warrior born of a genie. You led me to Flintry. And and you told me that you're trying to build a strong family or strengthen your family. Is is Flintry part of your family? You see his expression, stoic before, soft, like a soft stoic, not really. You see it, his brows kind of furrow just a bit, and you see there's a tenseness to his jaw. Flintry is, yes, he is part of my family. He is one of four. Each of them has a ward reaching out to you, finding you at a place that was fragile. I wanted you to be his ward. I had heard that he would be making his way to your world, and I just put the pieces to motion. Is there anything you want me to do to, to, to help him specifically? Make sure he doesn't die. Aiko tells me 
bits and pieces, but I try to allow him to move at his own pace. If you see him falter, if you see him try to give up, to break away, you're there to nudge him back. None of my children are weak. You understand? I do. He's not the strongest people I've... Well, you're not really people, so he's the strongest person I've ever met. Good. And he's very stubborn. <laughs> As it is. Dela. Mm-hmm. This is a secret. You keep this to yourself for now. Understand that if you come and confess these things to him, his anger will not just be directed at me. Yeah, I, I'm worried that he'll be angry at the secret the longer it's kept, too. But I'll keep your, you're wiser than I am. I'll, I'll keep your secret, don't worry. He'll come, too. He'll come around. We have to pace this. As you said, he is stubborn. Don't worry, I'll keep your secret, and I'll protect him. Good. Now, I do have one thing to ask of you. Anything. Indra. Mm. You've discussed her and you brought her up. Yeah. Before. I want you to uncover what you can about her. If she is returning, I want to know and I want to be ready. Okay. I can do that. Good. You should probably start with your great-grandmother. And as he says that, the portal closes. She just, after the mic drop, she just sits in silence for a little bit, digesting, um, before exiting her ring. Um, kind of taking a glance at her, uh, orb of time thing to see what day, what, what general time of day? Is it nighttime yet? Yeah, that's a question for you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what time of day it is. Um. Dela, but you feel, so as you come out, you do feel, just a point of reference, you do feel a that spot where he pressed onto the kind of like, it's, uh, imagine it kind of be like the upper portion of your, your chest, just kind of where your, your throat meets you, just above your sternum, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. um, you kind of feel 
there's that spot, almost like a starburst, is a worm. It's like a warmer than the rest of your skin. Like your skin's, you know, normal body temperature, but that little area right there is definitely a little a little warmer. Okay. No visual is just No, no visual, no visual. Yeah. You could just tell. It's almost like you can feel the the breaks of like the points on your skin, but you don't see anything. It's just as you like you can feel the Yeah, she'll just kind of stand there with her heart on her chest, kind of feeling that for a while. Just like reflecting on how lucky she is that she has a sugar daddy. (laughs) As for the time, we began descending shortly after daybreak on the 6th. I'd say it probably took us maybe an hour, hour and a half to get down to where we were and then combat started and combat probably took all of like all the combat like 10-15 minutes. (laughs) That 12 hour combat that we had actually came out to about two (laughs) minutes of time. Holy shit, that's long. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was (laughs) 20 rounds um it was a little over 20 rounds so yeah (laughs) holy cow yeah and creston got around maybe round five or so five or six is when he got uh, petrified so 30 seconds in oh gosh yeah yep hey everybody oh shit (laughs) (laughs) So it is still the sixth, um, and I would say if if you're sleeping, it's mainly just due to adrenaline crash, yeah. injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't imagine you all are going to sleep for eight hours or anything like mm-hmm. that. But yes, there are like injuries mass, so yeah. with it. Yeah, um, it's going to be recuperation. And but yes, we are still on the sixth. It's mm-hmm. probably uh uh curiosity would know that it's you're probably I don't know, three or four hours from sunset. Okay. Uh oh and plus sometimes for rain conversations, uh like time stretches a bit mm-hmm. in there. You know, the I'd say it, it would still fit into your long rest moment. So not yeah, it's anymore. it's fine. It's uh, I'm gonna be a little loosey goosey with this long rest. That uh, yeah. yeah. Um, as far as uh, what's gonna happen, um, Flintry, yeah. you I know you also took a bath and we're settling, and I think you fell asleep in the bath. Um, yeah, he probably one of those quick like you know he passed out for maybe like five minutes and then was like oh shit uh mm-hmm. a little waterlogged but he would have gotten out and tried himself off and then he would have yeah he would have crashed as well he he went down how many times three point. so yeah he's uh, feeling it so he's gonna he'll he'll he fall face up, he kept yeah. going 
he's all face first into the onto the bed. He's probably one arm hanging off, one leg hanging off. He's kind of just like haphazardly, <sighs> butt ass naked. So on top of the sheet. So yeah. <laughs> Um, that leaves. Where's a daffodil when you need one? <laughs> Plant his butt cheeks. A little sunflower over his butt cheeks. <laughs> um, Aldir, what's what's your situation? Um, Aldir would have pretty much as soon as he got to Anahara's lair would have gone straight to his room. Um, he can kind of feel like the the remnants of whatever happens still. He kind of sits down, kind of clutching the side of his head that had been assaulted, and he just kind of looks at his spell book, and just from sheer exhaustion and from the cold, he kind of wraps himself in a blanket and kind of closes his eyes to try and drift into some form of sleep. Okay. Then could I uh, step in? <laughs> you can. <clears throat> Varus, Varus, oh dear. Mm-hmm. Um, your brush with death has been the first one you've ever experienced since since you were found that that feeling of coldness that is kind of ever present in your body especially on your hands where you, your power that power that you manifest tends to come from you felt it through your entire core as you close your eyes and you drift away that your mind goes blank, completely dark. The cold rises from your hand, lifts over your arm, travels across your chest, into your core, and you tense. You've felt this before while you were discussing it amongst these individuals that you had recently met. Your eyes open. The room you're in is the same room, but it's darker. The shadows seem more prominent. The light from the continual flame seems a little bit dimmer. You look back. And you see your shadow moving as it would if a flame were catching it. And you, your breath catches as you anticipate that moment where you watch your shadow peel from your form essentially before. It doesn't. Instead, you watch as the shadows seem to move closer. But that cold has you feel a tenseness in your your hand, your arm, and you feel a sharp, unexpecting rush of icy cold. You 
your head moves down, you glance, and you see now the shadows have moved and coalesced and started to travel up. You lose feeling in your arm. And as the shadow begins to seem to drip off, your hand is pale white, unnaturally pale. The nails are elongated, and underneath the nail beds, or on the nail beds, are what appear to be black soot. There's a moment of panic. You're not sure what this is, what this could be. You feel the hand reach out, snatch you by the throat. And you feel it tighten. You feel that cold fingernail press into your throat deeper. You cringe. You gasp. And you hear a voice coming from your own mouth. What you have is mine. And you black out. The world goes completely dark. You wake up. You wrap yourself tighter in your blanket, unsure if what you just experienced was a dream or if it was real. You do you do anything? He kind of immediately as soon as he like opens his eyes, he'll kind of almost stand to his feet. <laughs> um He's going to, is there, and um, I might need him to kind of confirm this, is there any, like, mirrors or reflective surfaces within the, the rooms themselves? Yes, there is a mirror. He kind of approaches the mirror and kind of looks at it. Does he see anything? He kind of, he'll actually strip down to his, <laughs> his birthday suit and uh, will kind of, you know, Look it over. Make All sure, right. like, yeah. You notice a couple things. First thing that kind of hits you is you look fucking tired. You could see almost uh, just the starts of, like, bags under your eyes. Like that, that discoloration, that faint purple discoloration underneath your eyes. But why that catches your attention, though you are paler um, than most within a Menagerie Coast, your skin is not unhealthily pale, but it definitely is, it's lost a little color. The second thing that you notice, upon your neck, there is a small trail of blood. That's what you think. As you look at it closer, you see that it's this... It's almost black, but tinged with red. He kind of 
looks at the black mass that he knows is in the center of his palm. It's gone. It's not there. Oh, shit. He instinctively kind of tries to tap into those magics again. He's going to try and cast invisibility with that feat. Uh, you focus in and you feel the magic take and you look in the mirror and it's gone. Like, you're not there. The spell takes effect. Whatever you are, you forget whose body you're in. Forget your place in this world. I will ensure whatever Whoever you are, I will not stop. I will not rest until I am the one on top. And you can do nothing. Stand in my way. I've gone through a lot. You bet your fucking ass. You do not scare me. So bring it on. I'm waiting. Take your fucking shot. I dare you. Dare as you stand there. Do you drop the spell or do you keep it up? I he would have dropped the spell as soon as okay. he confirmed it was there. Okay. As you say this, you feel that sensation before that icy chill that went up your arm whenever you lost control of it. I want you to make me the only check I'm gonna make you make. I want you to go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Sure thing. Ooh. Uh, 18. 18. You feel there's a twitch, and it's not from, you can feel it in your own body, but you know it's not, your your brain didn't <laughs> communicate that. You feel this twitch as your hand feels as though it's about to lose, about to lose just a moment of control again, and it it goes away. You You push back whatever influence. artist kind of stands there looking at himself for a while and he kind of thinks about what to do what this could mean he knows kind of vaguely what he's seen in the Raven Queen's temple that there is 
two forces almost against him. He knows he's seen it for his own eyes. He is going to He thinks long and hard, but he again looking at himself. I'm not afraid. If you are something. afraid of you and it will learn to control you no that is my permission whether it be through the raven queen herself or just spirit nasty you will be my bitch not the other way I I'm not afraid. But kind of he's gonna kinda of sit and he's gonna kinda of look at the arm that is kind of giving or was giving the chills and the one that lashed out. He's gonna kind of clench his fist, almost like reassuring that he still has control there. Yep, you uh, you don't feel the cold in just your hand anymore. Yeah, because he feels it everywhere now. Everywhere, yep. Hot bath time. <laughs> he, hmm. The scholar he is, and based on the words that he's told, whatever this entity or whatever this thing inside him is, whatever counterpart he has in this world, he is going to probably sleeplessly spends the night just trying his best to see painstakingly what can manifest from this. He's going to see if he can get it under control. He's going to see if he can try and tap within himself to see if he can see what this can give him. He does not want it to control him anymore. He wants to be able to control it or try to at least begin the understanding of reaching out with it. Yeah, you definitely spend time doing that. Um, so you can officially level up now. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, what uh, are you doing, a level one wizard? 
I don't think so. I don't okay. think. I don't yeah, he's yeah. gonna try and tap into this. He's gonna we have to level in shadow sorcerer. All right. Go cleric, man. Cleric <laughs> <laughs> <Barrett> brigade. <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I'm done. All right. Okay. Awesome. That was great. Thank you. That was good. Yeah. All right, Nerys. How long will you stay? How long will dog form last? Two hours. Okay. Are you going to? turn into dog form again at the end of the two hours? Uh, Nerys is probably going to pass right out. Um, actual sleep, which is rare for her. Um, but uh, near-death experiences will do that, even to elves. And okay. when she reverts form, it's just going to be a bloody, beat-up elf draped around a stone boy's feet. All right. Uh, Curiosity, do you fall asleep? Uh, Curiosity falls asleep, but uh, Curiosity did resummon Darwin, so Darwin is awake. Okay. Um, you are awakened by Darwin after about three hours um, to let you know that Anna Hara and another individual um, are coming down the hallway. Curiosity will just blink their eyes open blurrily and look up. <laughs> uh, make me a perception check. Okay. Seven. Okay. You're still a little bit waking up. You can hear murmuring of voices, but you're not really catching it very much. And Hera comes uh, into the room, and with her is a uh, shorter female in a plain uh, brown robes with embroidered edging. Uh, the embroidery is in uh, what looks almost like silver. And around her neck is um, a necklace which has a what looks to your eye uh, with your background somewhat in jewelry to be mm -hmm. platinum so it's shaped like um, a dragon scale a small a small dragon scale not not like huge um, but it looks like it's got scales uh, engraved into it but going down the center is a feather a yellow feather mm -hmm. that is embedded in the pendant and uh, she comes in she takes in the scene along with Anna Hara and she well cousin Yes, it appears they had quite a run-in. Well, let's see what we can do first. Uh, there's this one on the floor. And she 
uh, quietly walks over to Nerese and barely touching her, um, she does cast a healing spell. I'm going to make it a second level healing spell. I'm looking it up. I'm trying to remember. It's what? 2d8 plus something, right? 2d8 plus your modifier. Right. Well, let's see what I get. I'm gonna roll it with real dice. <laughs> First one's a five. Second one's a one. But that's with a plus five. So um, you get 11 points back while you're sleeping. Whether that mm. wakes you or not is going to be totally up to you. Um, I'm going to throw some flavor on this. <laughs> uh, Nerissa's eyes crack open as she feels magic flow through her body. And for a moment, the in the black of her open eye is a kind of a shine, like a crescent moon with a line running between the points. And she casts Detect Evil and Good <laughs> without realizing what she's doing. She casts Detect Evil and Good? Yes. Okay. Let me just remind myself exactly what that does. Uh, not an aberration, not a celestial, not an elemental, not a fey, not a fiend, or an undead. Um, none of none of the above are within. Uh, where is Ico at the moment? It's within 30 feet. So it's, it's just 30 feet, yeah. Yeah. At that point... Ico may or may not be within range of you. She lets out an extremely childlike and probably the most honest, non-smirking smile she's given anyone in a very long time and falls back asleep. But you're asleep right at his feet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, she is going to try and rouse you one more time. My dear, it would be best if you not be standing beside him when he comes out of his state of petrification. For I do not know exactly what he will do. He could swing his weapon in reflex. So how about you step back just a little bit? Groggily, Nerys will pull herself to her feet. If you free the sunlight, I would almost welcome such a strike. And she will move off to the side and realizing what's actually going on, she's going to uh, start paying attention. Okay. <laughs> watching carefully. It's like, oh, yes. 
And she speaks to Anahara. She says, stand in front of him so he sees you first. Not too close, but that should help to snap him out and realize he's in safety. And she moves in behind him. She takes out a, a small pouch and she sprinkles over him what looks to be diamond dust. And as she sprinkles it over him and, and the last of it comes out, she, uh, similar to if you had sprinkled uh, powdered sugar over something and gotten some on your hands, she licks her fingers. Um, and then she casts Greater Restoration. Now, it starts from the chest out, so the heart begins beating first, and but it very quickly permeates through your body, Creston, and you become aware of your surroundings. Shield comes up immediately. Medusa! Run! <laughs> run! And Pella's name, run! And a hair reaches out. She says, Creston, it's all right. They're safe. They're safe. You're safe. The Medusa's dead. And you do feel, you do feel a bit of a weakness because, uh, yeah, it's, it's a process coming back from, from being petrified. Um, your body is adjusting. And start sobbing. And Anna Hera looks over at Norris and giving you a very definite look. <laughs> Deal with this. <laughs> she walks over. She's going to kneel down next to him. And she's going to reach out and put a hand under his chin. and Going to make him meet her eyes. Even as, you went, even as you went into the stone, I know you reached out to the sun and you prayed. As I fought and I bled, I prayed as well. It seems one of our number even prayed to a fucking dragon. Well, the moon and the sun and the dragon answered. We are safe, my friend. Now, he yelled that out. So anyone asleep can make a perception <laughs> check at disadvantage. Curiosity jolted yeah. and woke yeah, up fully and right kind of yawned. The undead Medusa is about to attack the dragon's lair. <laughs> um, no, Danala, uh, well, no, let's see. I rolled a four for Danala, so let me see yeah, what uh, what that turns into. Uh, it's a 13. Mm. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I think she, she may have penetrated her consciousness slightly, but not enough. She is still, yeah, she, she was, she went down. She got hit by the fucking golem. <laughs> Yeah, you might have had a, is, uh, a little too, uh, too, a little sickly right now. He's he he he's sleeping. 
Okay. If Dayla's so, already on her ring, then she got a 16. Okay. Um. Yes, it's been long enough. She'd have been out of her your ring, and that would be enough. You'd he, you would have heard him call out. So you can react however you like. Yeah, she'll she'll stagger out, still feeling a little rubbly and like a dragon hitter. <laughs> uh, you can come sit with me, Holy Pelo, Maris, if you'd like. Hi. The the individual with uh, with Anhara um, speaks up. I suggest bed rest for him. Mm. At least for a few hours. It, uh, it will take just a little bit for him to fully recover. Probably would be best for all of you. You all look um, a bit worse for wear. Is everybody okay? This we are alive. We're fine. fine. Enough. <sighs> Thank Pella. Although, I don't know if he'll be speaking to me now. I uh, think he spoke loudly. I feel like shit. <laughs> Go to bed. Uh, you will be flushed in a few hours. Just snuggle then, yeah. Mm, into bed. Come. Uh, Whichever room he, yeah, uh, one of you, and lead him. He needs he needs out of this uh, armor as well. There's no way to rest. Dana will come over and kind of throw herself under his arm, kind of thing, and kind of help lead him in the direction of his room. She's Curiosity. Curiosity's mm. half asleep make... again. <laughs> Maris is going to go over and bodily try and pick Curiosity up <laughs> to stand him on his feet. Uh, 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 yes. Um, go and undress the Holy of Pelor so he can sleep without his fucking armor, take your armor off, and go to bed. That, that's mine's a little harder than that. And Curiosity's armor is like dented badly. <laughs> got bit by a, bit, he got bit bit by the uh, bluette. It's like dented oh. in. Gonna need a yeah. panel now. <laughs> help yeah, each I think, other. Uh... Dela, help them. Yep, come on, come on. Get you to your rooms. I know how to undo the straps and stuff. Don't worry. I'll help you. Kirasi actually has a freaking quarterstaff and pulls it out to walk with it again because they hurt more. <laughs> I would like nice. for um, I would like for Dela and Curiosity and even Creston. Don't make me rule anything. <laughs> uh, just to Ever make a again. just to make a perception check. Oh. <coughs> Holy crap! Ooh, wow! That's a natural twenty for a twenty-five. Preston's eleven. Mediocre eleven. That yeah, that's understandable. You're probably looking down more. Narice, uh, you're used to Narice being very pale, um, almost like colorless, really. 
And while her skin is still very pale, it's, it's a little bit hard to describe, but it is detectable in that her skin and in particular her hair has almost um, a unusually healthy glow to it, like she's standing in moonlight. That is. Why are you shiny? Yeah, Anna Hara is also uh, got her head cocked and is kind of looking at Nerys as well. Nerys, you can't, you can't bear to look at me for weeks without blushing, and now you're flirting. Yeah. Go to bed. Curiosity kind of just pinches their nose. No. Like you're bathed in your goddess. The moons will rise soon. Go oh, to yes. sleep. I don't think I'm going to sleep, but all right. Did you do that cool thing with your hair again? It looks <laughs> like. Perhaps it is just the flash of victory. Go to sleep. Help them, Bela. Yep. Yeah, Bill will attend to Crescent first and help him uh, with all the little armor straps and all that kind of stuff, get that off and get him to bed before checking on Curiosity and seeing if they need help by the time they're done. Curiosity's in the middle of mending the armor to get it off and just kind of waves you off. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the female that performed the uh, restoration on Creston moves to Anahara and she says, all right, cousin, your turn. Come. And yeah. Anahara moves off with her as Anahara did take some hits. <laughs> One moment, In particular please. from the mishap. <clears throat> and who, yeah, they both turn. I would have your name. You may I call must... me Daffodil. It is very hard for me to swear an oath to someone who names themselves a string of nonsense syllables. I don't know what that is. It's a yellow flower. I like Quaint. yellow. Well, I do too. I like the sunlight. And you gave him back to us. So I would have your name and I will tell you this. That Neristinia Cecily will answer if you ever call. And now I'm going to go and have a bath in that little river you made yourself, Anahara. By all means. Then she's going to turn into a dog and trot off to play in the water. Okay. And the dog's fur is glowing. Um, if you, uh, are you going to look at yourself in the water at all before you jump in? Oh, no. I'm, I'm really, really hoping that Darius is just 100% oblivious to this for as long as oh. she can stretch <laughs> all it. Right. She, yeah, she just jumps in the water and doesn't notice. It's just, yeah, totally oblivious. Time to frolic. And the moons are rising, and she has a feeling she needs to be up when the moons rise. 
Um, all right. So, uh, everybody gets to rest. They get to fit. You get to finish a, uh, we'll say a long rest, but yeah, it's, you're probably going to end up waking up in the middle of the night as far as uh, curiosity will know, but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, I'm planning on being out for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you level yourself up? I did. Okay. Yeah. So when everyone arises, I even uh, selected my fourth level spell. Ooh. Oh, I was going to say, Creston took a level in Ranger, favorite enemy, Medusas. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's multiclassing. Uh, I got plus three sunglasses of reflection. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, giant mirrors. They're they're called Ray Bands. <laughs> Ray Bands. Oh. oh. Oh useful. no! Useful right. against beholders. Oh, anyways, that raised me. Um, no curiosity is going to uh, wake up, identify that pickaxe, and leave it in front of Flintry's door, leaning against the wall, with a note written okay. of what it does. All right. It's cursed. Welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, full out. When Anala eventually wakes up, um, in fact, when all of you wake up, if any of you left clothing outside your door, they have been returned in a basket outside your door, um, along with, you know, any clothing, armor, whatever you might have left to be cleaned and potentially repaired. So, yeah. Nanala is going to peek outside when she wakes up to see if anything's been delivered. And, yep, she snatches the basket, goes back inside, and she will not be donning her armor yet, but she will be donning her clothing. Uh, what's what's everyone else doing? Um, as soon as Vardis gets up um, after his kind of exploratory night, that sounds weird. Um, not that I see it. He's gonna actually um sit up um and he's gonna actually go looking for Anahara if he can. See okay. if she's around. Uh you run into her um her Butler, Majordomo, whatever we might want to uh, call him. And uh, his name is Marikoth. Mm -hmm. And he explains that she is still resting, but uh, expects to have a meal with all of you within a couple hours. Do you wish uh, for some private time with her before then? I was actually just... Um, hoping I can ask her at dinner too. I was just hoping she may be able to assist me. Uh, I'm looking for uh, to replace what I cast my spells with. I use a component pouch, but I was maybe hoping to get a a little more convenient uh, utility with a arcane focus. Ah, yes. Um. <clears throat> yes, I think we can. Uh, that can be arranged. So you're wanting, uh, do you have any preference in a type of arcane focus? Are you looking for a wand or an amulet? Some, some, something handheld would uh, would be preferable, I think. Um, but whatever she can, 
yeah, whatever she can uh, manage. Yes, I'll we can happily take care pay of her, of course. Um, You're a guest. But... That is a negligible uh, expense. I'll have one delivered to your room uh, within the hour. Most appreciated. Thank you. Not a problem. Good day, sir. You as well. And he goes off to take care of that. And within the hour, there is one delivered in a uh, long box. Um, and it is of a black wood. That's what the box is. It's simple. Um, yeah, it's a, a simple uh, wooden wand. But that really would, yeah. leaning into this whole goth aesthetic is great. <laughs> <laughs> um. Meanwhile, uh, what's Flintry doing? Did, how how light how long does he sleep? Um. Flintry probably. Yeah, he would have gotten up. Uh, he probably would have slept at least like a decent like you know four or so hours. Um. I'm kind of figuring everyone slept probably four or five hours. Just yeah. But he would would have gotten up. He probably has to wee. He probably has to pee. So he's gonna go make his way to the bathroom. He's gonna get dressed. Um, There's a a chamber pot type deal in your room that oh. uh, cleans itself after you use it. Okay. Yeah. He wants to go stretch his legs. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's gonna pee in that stream um no he'll he'll relieve himself and then he'll just want to kind of he i think he might still be a little exhausted but still kind of jittery from all the shit that hit the fan from before um mm. so he's gonna make his way out i assume finding that uh yeah, the letters tied around it with a piece of twine. He will pick it up and he will undo the letter and begin to read it. Um, I, I imagine Flintry knows about... Oh, yeah, he would know about attuning because he's attuned to the uh, hat. Well, he'd, um, he'd write down, you have to spend like an hour with this. Okay. Yeah, he'll go seeing that. He'll kind of shrug and he'll make his way to the garden and uh, he'll begin to he is going to work on he'll bring his the sword that he is going to call it Old Faithful now that he's kind of grown attached <laughs> to. He liked a scimitar but this felt better to just sink those teeth <laughs> into the uh, Medusa. He's going to bring the shark sword sure. Yeah, and the pickaxe, but he is going to kind of test which one feels better in its dominant hand. Um, and if I read the thing correctly, it feels heavy. It, it, like, it feels weighty, so he's going to try to get himself accustomed to using that effectively. So he'll spend an hour. That'll be his hour uh, practicing. And, and you're going to attune to it. Yeah, and he will close his eyes at some point, too. And work on kind of feeling the flow as well, trying to kind of aim at a spot and swing and stop himself with the momentum to be like where the weapon would be pointing. So he's like 
imagining fake targets that he's hitting uh, with his eyes closed. So he's, yeah. When you pick up this uh, pick, this war pick, it does feel heavy in your hand. However, the more you work with it and you kind of feel your combat anger rising, the lighter it becomes. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yep. If you'll notice, the pick is heavy in the hand, but when the wielder swings the pick in anger, the weapon seems almost weightless. Well, if that isn't a perfect weapon. I mean, yeah, a couple of people could end up with it. Um. So, uh, okay. Hang on just a second. I need to send a whisper to someone. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> curse it, pick, curse it. <laughs> Pick me, I dare you. <laughs> it's definitely going to be like some sort of fucking sentient weapon. Oh my god, I'm terrified. Jesus. <laughs> At least he's not as dumb as some uh, other barbarians. So he, uh... <laughs> That's true. An educated barbarian. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's almost ideal. I love oh. that. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd frightfully like to rage, don't you know? Uh, a super polite barbarian. It's like, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to beat the shit out of you right now if you <laughs> don't mind. Awfully <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to put your face in now. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, message sent. Don't take this personally, but this is your entrails. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Curiosity will wander out, see the axe gone, wander towards the garden, see people in the garden, like mm, no, and go to find somewhere else to sit. <laughs> well, there's the garden, or there's the library, or you can sit in your room, or you can wander about the central chamber that has the hole in the center of it that uh, you can hear rushing water below. Yeah. Well, not rushing, but you can hear moving water below. Probably going to wander around that for a little bit. Okay. It's uh, at the base of each of the pillars. There is a planter, and there are lovely plants. Some you've probably never, ever seen before. Uh, several are bioluminescent, and um, some are are look to be flowering plants that are bioluminescent and not just like lichen and uh, fungi and so forth. So, mm. yeah, but they're they're all very pretty. Um, yeah. And that that will get curiosity's like, attention to sit there for a bit by one of those planters and have their book out. <laughs> yep, and uh, yeah, it's. Um, the colors, the bioluminescence, they kind of um, reflect off the uh, 
polished green uh, marble pillars. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's quite lovely. A quite lovely effect. Um, Nanella will go off uh, in search of the others um, without her armor. She's left it in her room and uh, she'll she sees you and just nods and she's going to head for the garden um, and the water and not necessarily that she's going to take a dip, but that she might sit on the edge and dangle her feet into the water. Uh... Neris so, has some questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. There's something she's working on after the moon's rose, and it was like a whim. Um, she's going to examine the riverbed of the uh, this artificial river. Mm-hmm. And it, what is it constructed of? Is it like gravel, clay? Um, yeah, it's stone and and gravel. Um, yeah, the sides are. It it looks like it was probably ex- excavated out of the surrounding rock. Okay. Um, so there, yeah, there is some some gravel at the bottom of it. She's going to <laughs> I like hunt through the gravel. Okay. And she is looking for uh, something particular that is possibly found in this river, but possibly not. Depends on where the gravel was sourced from, so to speak, whenever Anahara built it. She's looking for an adder stone. She's looking for... It is... um, You know how gravel and stones at the bottom of a river can get smoothed? Yeah. By water over time. Uh, an adder stone is a stone smoothed in a river that has a water bored hole, a natural hole bored through the middle of it. Oh, um, hmm. And she's literally going to be spending the time that everyone else is resting after she took her nap. She's going to be spending her time hunting through the riverbed for an adder stone. Okay. As an octopus. <laughs> okay. Um a white glowing octopus. Yes, yes, a, a small white glowing octopus. <laughs> <laughs> usually consist of flint. You find one almost uh, immediately. Make Go me on. an investigation check. Okay. I will try. Gills. Yeah, you're as the octopus at the moment, so. Oh, well. So, uh, no. It's not going to be. Now, wait. You, With advantage, because many I have advantage. In your wild shape, yeah. In your wild shape, oh. you get you get to use your yours. Oh, oh I can't uh, remember how that works with wild shapes. Do you get to use uh, your all of my mental, mental abilities? All your mental same. abilities are the yeah. same. Yeah, but that's the same. I have advantage on in investigation checks, and I have yeah. proficiency, but it's only a plus three because of her intelligence. 
Right. So, um, no, it's a 10. I rolled a 10. Okay. You do not find one. Okay. Then she's going to try and find a pale river smooth stone. Yeah, you probably could find something like that. I'm not sure exactly how pale, but uh, you could probably find some that has some striations of, of paleness. In it. And several are quite smooth. It's uh, make me a history check because I'm pretty sure Anna Hara gave you guys some of this information. All right, perfect straight roll. Oh, it teetered on a sixteen, but it's an eight. Okay. <laughs> That's still funny. you you don't remember exactly what but she didn't build this place okay it's yeah uh, it's, it's it's been here longer than her so she takes her small like almost like a skipping stone she takes her small smooth stone and when everyone's coming into the gardens Neris is just sitting on the riverbank running her like and there's a smell of slowly scorching stone as she is carving a cres a uh, river smoothed little pebble into a crescent moon shape. That's all. Slowly and laboriously. All right, um, Creston, have you woken up yet? Nope. Alright. <laughs> Eventually, um uh, will to be asleep up. for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> Marikoth uh, comes and finds each of us individually and states that uh, a meal will be prepared in the dining area in one hour. And and Hera has requested that each of you be there. And he will uh Knock it at your door, Creston. I mean, it's been probably about six hours now since you laid hmm. down. Okay. Uh, when they stop by, uh, uh, Curiosity will ask if they have any long, straight pieces of wood somewhere kicking around anywhere. Um, What uh, dimensions are you looking for? Uh... I need to carve it so holds hands out to about their shoulders. About this big, probably a couple, because I'm not very good at this yet. All right. Um, that's the length. But uh, what? Uh, uh, what are the other dimensions? Not very. It doesn't have to be very thick. Uh, I broke. My... Uh, he holds. He holds up his thumb. Uh, thicker than my thumb. Two of my thumbs. Uh, he's relatively delicate. He's an elf, so his yeah, his musculature and his his bones are relatively delicate. Curiosity is like, mm, I need to remake my wand. Oh, you need to remake a wand. Uh, do you have to construct it yourself, or can one be? Uh, we are. Uh, or have supplied uh, out there with a, uh, a wand as an arcane focus. Is is this is mm. what you are looking for? Or do you need to craft it yourself? Uh, you with unicorn hair. 
here as he kind of fiddles with her fingers. I, mm, I would prefer to make it myself. Right. I will get you one of the dowels that uh, one of our individuals uses for um, whistling. It's one of his hobbies. Thank you. I'm sure he can spare one. I can pay for it. Mm, no need. And when he uh, comes to Creston's door and knocks, uh, uh, Master Creston, I'm sorry, are, are you awake? Uh, uh yeah. Hello? Right. Yes, uh, there'll be a meal in about an hour if you would like to prepare. Do you need any assistance with anything? He's speaking to you through the door. Um, do we have any simple robes I can put on? Absolutely. I'll have that delivered outside your door in a basket within 15 minutes. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. And he toddles off. Um, the Yes, a simple robe is uh, prepared for Creston. And this is not like a bathrobe. This is like, you know... Uh, yeah, I hope it's not. Yeah, it's more like investment type robe. Um, but yeah, it's comfortable and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the medieval uh, version of leisure wear. <laughs> Wait, it's not a pink yeah. fluffy robe with bunny slippers. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> we have to I'm circle back to, yeah. to the first I know. episode. <laughs> I come out and cuddle us and floppy slippers. As uh, Markov kind of uh, Markov kind of knocks on all these drum, he answers. Yeah, he kind of nods and then uh, will take. He considers casting minor illusion to hide the paleness, but then he remembers and Hera's in the dragon. Um, so we'll probably and a wizard. So he just is like, oh fuck, uh, <laughs> this isn't good. All right. How pale is he? Well, he was already kind of pale, but now he's a little extra pale. Uber pale. Yeah, he yeah, looks pale. like sickly almost. You've not gone beyond the pale, have you? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Stop it. Arf, arf, arf. All right. Just say, is uh, Flinty, are you uh, all squared away? Yeah, uh, Flintry is. He has his eyes closed at the moment, and he is focusing now. He stops swinging, and now that he's fully attuned to this thing, he's wearing a grin on his face. He's focusing on the movements, the 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 shifting of weights, as subtle as they can be from both where I think Nanala is and where Narisa's taken up. He's like trying to figure out how this tremor sense works. Uh, he's trying to yeah get himself. He's gonna close his eyes and he's gonna walk. He's gonna try to make his way to where Nanala is while using that those vibrations. Okay. Eyes are completely closed. Okay. Um, she is uh, currently in the gardens. Uh, she's sitting. Uh, on the edge of the artificial stream, 
uh, and just dangling her feet in the water, kind of watching the water as it goes by and thinking, uh, yeah, your tremor sense goes out to a range of 60 feet. I imagine you eventually, um, she's probably like kicking her feet just enough, maybe against the sides of the stream for you to pick it up. Although she's relatively, she's relatively quiet. Passive stealth of 30. <laughs> not yet. Not, not quite, not quite <laughs> Iowan level. Elder just posted Flintry is now Daredevil. <laughs> Partly, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you would, you would eventually probably through the tremor sense and Potentially just the, I don't know, almost like a sibling sense. It's mm -hmm. it's less less the tremor sense and almost more familial. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he'll. You're used to her quietness. He'll take a seat next to her and dip his feet, and roll up his pants, and just sit. He doesn't he doesn't say anything. He just sits and. Sits in silence next to her. She stays quiet as well. What have you done with the weapon? He has it like, he's like, it's, uh, like you would put it the top of it on the ground, but he's kind of like holding on to the, like holding on to it, like leaning on it, like a little bit, you know? Yeah, just holding on to the it. shaft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't that... go there. Just don't go there. <laughs> Do you it wasn't me this time. Too late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know exactly who it was. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's not going to say anything either. She's she's not sure what to say. It's yeah. Well, someone nearby, in a small voice, just loud enough for the two of them to hear, says, "I am very sorry." I'm also very glad that you both still have each other after yesterday. Nanala looks over in your direction, Narice. She nods. Glad you survived this one. Mm. We have to do better. I don't know what you're talking about. I was fucking amazing. Did you see me? Yeah, you looked fetching when you were lying there on the ground in your own pool of blood. Something tells me it happened to you, too. Oh, yeah. Hey, how, do yeah. You, how do your ribs feel? You were walking as though all of them were powder. Uh, pretty sore, I'll admit, you know. Uh, don't know, did you actually see the stone golem that was on our side of the wall? It was taller than the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I didn't see much. I was, you know, my your um, brother and I were fighting blind against the Medusa. Hmm. Well, let's just say that uh, that uh, he punched a hell of a hell of a fist through me. Yeah. Don't fancy uh, going toe to toe with one of them again. 
I'll trade you. Next time you fight him in the side, and I'll fight the golem. Deal. <laughs> That's a nice... turn into bigger things. <laughs> That's a nice weapon, Flint. It's um, substantial. No wonder it was... I, I remember. I felt it. Yeah. A few times. Uh, Flintry's going to, seeing Narice working this stone with her acid figure, um, can he kind of, again, close his eyes, and can he focus his senses on the other things he gets? Sitting at the edge of this river, this underground cavern river, wherever they are, can he try to focus to see if there's within 60 feet any, you know, precious metals or maybe any precious um... stones? There's a large electrum nugget. No, right there's, there's, <laughs> there's nothing of a precious metal um, or stones within this area. Uh, not surprising that it is. This is the home of a yeah. dragon, has been a familial home of a dragon for many, many uh, centuries. So more than likely any precious metals or gems that may have been in the vicinity in the past are gone. <laughs> well, they're in yeah. another room. We just haven't seen that room. <laughs> just wait, I just need to walk around a little bit. I need to get... Uh... <laughs> yeah. is going to accidentally stumble across Anna Hare's horde. Um... <laughs> no. crazy. How'd I get in here? Nope. <laughs> this is why she has to spell demiplane. Yeah, he's going to... Yep. Dragons you can cast multiples of those. So you can have vaults for different things. If I'm, I didn't She's not stupid. <laughs> she learned much at the knee of her great 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 grandmother. She is mm. stupid. She let us in. <sighs> yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> place yeah, is fairly, fairly protected. Um, <laughs> so, anybody doing anything else before the meal? Uh, Daylight would have woken up probably around the same time that Nin did. Um, spent a little time um, looking at herself in the mirror and the really angry looking um, healing burn on her back. Uh, and then covering that up and telling herself she's not going to look that again. Um, and then actually sending Iko out and practicing um, uh, watching through Iko's senses um, and basically just like flying slowly around like the the main area like peeking it like swinging by the library watching the folks in the garden things like that so she's just practicing with that I don't uh, know how how, the... what's the distance on that for you <laughs> Are we on the same plane? Yes. <laughs> that is the new distance for her. Um, ah, so as long as you're on the yeah. same plane of existence, you can see through her eyes. Yes. So that right. she's practicing going beyond those original um, 100 feet that was is part of the original contract. Yep. Perfect clarity, 
You can travel all throughout the library, come back down through the main chamber, go into the uh, gardens. Uh, the doors are open to the gardens right now. So, um, yeah, the perfectly clear, no, no fading out like it used to be when you would reach that 100 foot limit. And as she, she feels that, as she hits what that used to be limit, um, she just puts her hand on her chest and feels that, that warmth of that invisible string that's linking them together. Yep. It's kind of following that thread through to Iko's senses. Yeah, Iko feels it as well and is equally assured that the two of you are more connected and that you are with her no matter where she is, as long as you're on the same plane. Uh, when you fly by Curiosity, Curiosity's got a new page open and has drawn seven discs and is etching symbols in their book on those discs. Hmm. Neato. All right. Anything else before the meal? All right. Neris is going to change into her party dress. Okay. Uh, Nanala's not. She's going to stay in uh, her comfortable clothes and, uh, yeah, to deal with the bruising that, uh, yeah, she's probably more covered than normal. Although, yeah, her arms, none of her clothes really cover her arms uh, entirely, like to down to the uh, wrists. So, yeah, she is bruised. She's definitely sporting very colorful, uh, different shades of purple uh, <laughs> on her skin. That's, uh, yeah, being blue-skinned. <laughs> um, yeah, you're all called into the meal, and hair comes in, and uh, it is, uh, I would say, a... a comfort food type meal this isn't anything fancy this is to you know put put color back in your cheeks give you comfort um simple but hearty um and yes it's uh there is water juice and wine uh elven wine to be specific so it's your choice as to what you would like to have. And um, she asks, and I'm not going to have uh, all of us rehash the entire combat, but she does ask for a report from each individual um, as you're eating. To the best of your knowledge, what happened? And... Uh, what happened from the point that you got into combat up to the point where she appeared? It's about seven pages from pure curiosity. <laughs> actual, an actual report. <laughs> she takes those pages and she goes, okay, hold on. Um, go ahead and eat and let me read this. So she, yeah, she goes through and reads that report. And then, uh, yeah, but are is anyone holding anything back? Is there anything? 
Are you expounding on any particular points? Are you, yeah, what's, what's the, uh, what's the dealio? Neris makes a point of repeatedly stating, my eyes were closed for more than half of it. Curiosity is extremely silent. <laughs> Tree as is <clears throat> going to be as detailed as possible on what he can remember through his uh through his raging through his uh, right. through his anger um but he will uh Norris is saying that her eyes were closed Flintry will make it a point to say that his eyes were open most of it <clears throat> oh, a soft little it's, nudge. A, it's a big braggy brag Preston <laughs> is pushing a spud around on his plate oh not meeting anybody's eyes well, you know, if only he could have done that earlier. Oh, God. I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Too he soon? Oh, man, you, you might want to reach back there and, and pull that knife out. <laughs> oh, my heart. Neris has uh, made a point to sit directly next to Creston through this entire meal and Every so often she looks at him, and every so often she looks at Aldir, and the expressions on her face are very different depending on who she is looking at. Okay, can you describe the expressions? Because saying uh, the mother, expressions are motherly, different, don't tell us a whole lot. <laughs> she's looking at she's looking at Frilin, she's looking at Creston in a motherly fashion. She okay. is very much like. Somebody done hurt my boy, and <laughs> he's 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 hurting right now, and he needs me. And okay. uh, at the same time, um, she is looking at Varys, and <sighs> I don't know how much of his mood she can pick up on, but I imagine. I'm just imagining from the way his physical appearance and how that he was looking more drained than he should was described by Lex that it's possible she's picking up on some of that. Well, you got a pretty fucking high perception. And yeah. You may, um, you may see, uh, especially with Neris, um, you may see like ball. But Varys is fairly good, but uh, he has maybe some makeup under the, the lines in his eyes uh, to try and hide it as best he can. Um, oh, well, see, Varys she's very insight. Some... Yeah, she's very perceptive, yeah. but she's also very dumb. So she might just think he's trying to look pretty. Yeah, she may <laughs> have. Uh, but there is, yeah, there is a more stoic expression to his face, even when he's kind of rec recounting his side of the story um you'd almost expect him to have that jovial kind of almost bard like uh rec recounting telling jokes but mm -hmm. he's very there's almost a lack of emotion currently hmm. okay yeah that's it that's just she's she's got some words she's gonna have to have with some people later but for now 
And that's that's basically the expression on her face. Never mind. The expression on her face as she looks around at a couple of people at the table is, I'm going to talk to you yeah. at some point. <laughs> you had a night. Everyone's had a night. <laughs> but but not right now. <laughs> um, some of the discussion is uh, going on. Um, then Alex suddenly drops her fork rather loudly. And she's looking down at her plate. Christmas it's my punches. fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. I knew. I knew he hadn't fallen for it. I knew he hadn't fallen for curiosity's ploy. I should have pulled us both away immediately, and I didn't. I'm so sorry. It's all my fault. I knew it was not working as well, Ninala. I was right there with you. I was invisible. I could have unleashed my magic at them when we were all separated outside of the main chamber, moving towards the bridge. I could have struck then. I didn't. I hesitated. And curiosity flubbed their lines. And my friend, Blaming yourself is nothing. It does nothing for us. It does not solve this issue. It does not bring back the pain we suffered. It was a failure. And we must do better. I agree. We can beat ourselves up as much as we want to. We can overthink of what we could have done and what we should have done. But what we did is there. That won't fix what we've done. That won't fix that what has happened. We need to just move on and learn. That is all the, that is the best we can do. We cannot mope. We have a job to do. This is important. And this shows just how big this is. It shows how deep these seeds of corruption go. And why we need to stop it. This was a learning experience. Well stated. You don't even know what might have happened either. You know, they could have, same thing could have happened just in the corridors where we didn't have any movement to to move. You really can't, you can't think that pulling back would have fixed everything. Anna Hara looks around at everyone and simply states, next time, consider a plan B and a plan C. If plan A fails, fall back to plan B. If plan B fails, fall back to plan C. If plan C fails, you get the fuck out of there. If that's not already Plan C. <laughs> now, chin up. You've learned. You've learned a lot. I will say you were lucky that I was home and able to respond fairly quickly to your call. That may not be the case next time. So, with that in mind, Menarkoth, please. And Merkoth uh, brings out a 
uh, a trolley. And it has uh, several items on it. And that's where we're going to take our break. Welcome back from the break. As Marikoth brings out this trolley, and there are uh, several items on it, um, and he comes to Anahar's side, and she points to She points to a wooden box that's about, stands about four or five inches tall and about the size of a a large tome. Um, She indicates for him to pass it to Aldir. He takes it once it's open. It has um, a, a small latch that you can open. And inside, you see a glass-blown, uh, it's kind of hard to tell what it is at first. Um, it, it, it looks like some sort of, um, it's got a tall, a tall part, and it has a bulbous bit down at the bottom, and then there's a hole in it. Um, but I will let you look this up and add it to your, uh, Add it to your character sheet because uh, it does have a picture attached. It's called the Wizard's Pen and Ink Stand. Oh. Okay. And Anna Harris says as you're looking at it, this was crafted by my mate. He has quite the talent for glass blowing. I use one of these sets myself. It is specifically intended for workings of a wizard. Whenever you use it to do arcane writing, such as copying spells into your spellbook or crafting scrolls, the pen's properties will activate. Not a drop of ink will be wasted, and the ink will remain wet and flowing throughout your writing, which will be especially precise. It should only take you half the time and potentially have the cost to perform these tasks. And while it looks delicate, the apparatus is fairly hardy. However, don't be careless with it. Can you find it? uh, Yep, I got it. Okay. It does require attunement. Rare item. Right. That's the time and cost. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Something <sighs> that um, you can definitely use. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, not right now, because, I mean, I just multi-classed, but... <laughs> well, you can still add things. Yeah, I can yes. still use it for copying spells. Yep, that's the picture of it. Thank you. That's and pretty dope. not let this go to waste. Excellent. See that you don't. Now, and she uh, points to another bundle that is just folded, and it appears to be um, a collection, some sort of garment, maybe? Maybe? <laughs> um, 
that is covered in feathers that are gold and red that almost appear to be like flame. Um, and it's very beautiful. And he places it before Dela. She picks it up gingerly, carefully. Um, you can look up the and add to your character sheet the item Mantle of the Phoenix. Ooh, that looks also a rare item. And a hair speaks. I've had that item in my collection for some time. It is quite lovely. You've come far since our first unfortunate meeting. I believe this item is fated for you. For the rest of you, looks on the room. Know that when she activates this item, you should stay at least five feet away from her if you wish to remain undamaged. So I'll let you look that up and see what it does. But if you reassure me, yeah, thank you. I thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, if you spend a bit of time with it, I'm sure you will. Uh, determine its properties. Now, uh, she turns to Creston and Marikoth nods and, and places a small box, like a small jeweler's box, um, or potentially a pendant, and places it before Creston. Um, I look up at Anahara. And then down to the box and open it. All right. You may add to your character sheet Amulet of the Devout plus two. Ooh. Also a rare item. All of these items are rare, by the way. She speaks. And when you look at this, it is a holy symbol of Pelor, but it is done in not just like enameled onto gold. The colors uh, are depicted with gems, um, small gems, but it is with gems and to a certain extent, some gem dust that has been made to create the colors of the holy symbol. This is an expensive piece, as would be expected. She speaks. I was fortunate to count among my friends a devout follower of the Dawn Father many years ago. He did a service for me, and we continued to be good friends until his peaceful passing before that time, he gifted me with this amulet and told me that in the fullness of time, I would meet the one that would carry this amulet on to do great things with the Dawn Father. You are that one, Creston. Whilst you might be feeling a bit down and disappointed now, It is only something you can learn from and move on and become stronger. 
Do not let it stray your feet from the path that you're destined for. Anihara, I have no words for this at the moment, but know that I deeply appreciate it. And I will do my utmost to uphold your faith in me. Thank you. I know. I know you will. She then turns to uh, an item that's on the trolley. It is about a palm-sized, it appears to be maybe an amethyst. It's a purple stone. And she looks at Narice. You were a challenge when selecting a reward for the way you, the way druids change shape, it can be challenging to find the right item for you. So I hope you appreciate this. And Narishi may add something called the Diviner's Stone to your inventory. This is the one item I created myself. Use it well. Nerys takes it, licks it, stares at it a bit, then she bows her head. It is uh, appreciated and beautiful. Not only that, but it will allow you to potentially change fate in a small way. Interesting. Hmm. I'll leave the mystery up to you. You'll discover its powers. And then she, <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you look it up and see what it does. Oh, I just did. <laughs> but you were a challenge. Let me tell you, uh, you were the hardest one for me to try and find an item for that would work. Because <laughs> of your fucking wild shape. Well, you know. Yeah, I know. It is what it is. <laughs> so, there are three remaining. Um, there is a dark set of leather, uh, and two cloaks, uh, one gray and one with purples and grays, but <laughs> in a small way, yes. Uh, she speaks as the items are handed out. It doesn't happen very often. But very occasionally, an enterprising individual or group will try their hand at penetrating my home. A group of three once made this attempt, but didn't leave to didn't live to reap any of the rewards. I believe these three items will be better served in your possession. Nanala gets to add armor of shadow to her inventory. Flintry gets to add cloak of displacement. Ooh. Curiosity gets to add Cloak of Mist 
Interesting. They get all Curiosity would take the cloak and dip their head in quietly. Ah, thank you. Yes. Um, oh. I appreciate it. Nice. It's in the sky. Now, I hope these items will help you to progress further and protect you. Enhance your own abilities and your own strengths. Take some time, become accustomed to them, attune to them, bond, and you'll understand the full powers that they provide. Now I suggest you continue to rest up until the dawn tomorrow, which is about hmm, seven or eight hours away. And I can then return you to either where I took you from, as I have now been there, or I can return you to the surface temple and let you make your way back down again. It's up to you. I'll let you all talk amongst yourself and decide what path you would like to take. Hmm. Curiosity is going to reach in their bag and pull out the Book of the Earth Prophet and offer it to Anahara. Hmm. Interesting. I will uh, take this now and have a good read. So, have a good rest of the night and I will speak to you later. She... Merkoth comes up behind her, pulls her chair out for her as she rises, and she takes the book and wanders off toward uh, one of the doors um, that you guys haven't gone through. So, Anahera, may I have a word? Oh, yes, of course. Come uh, walk with me. Okay. Um, would it be possible for you to? Put me on to the outside of this domain uh, so I can see the dawn. I will come to you before dawn and we'll take you outside so that you can see it. Thank you. Not a problem. And she continues on unless anyone else stops her with anything else that they wanted to uh,
And uh, Varys, if you have a question for the DMs, just uh, send it to me in a DM. And uh, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I've just... if necessary, <clears throat> share it with uh, Flintry as well. <laughs> uh, Flintry's going to walk with Nin back to you. He's just going to walk with her. If she's headed back to her room, wherever, once dinner and all that is done. Yeah, well, she's, she's sorry, heading back to her room because she's going to want to, uh, yeah, try out or attune to this, these very supple uh, sets of studded leather. It's black and it's hooded. Ooh. So, yeah. It's, uh, Rather nice, which I can now. Um, Is latex armor a thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not that shiny. It's not as shiny as latex. So, yeah. Oh, thank God! That would be Trinity <laughs> gets you uh, um, contested strength checks on grapples, though. <laughs> Hang on, let me let me read this really quick. The splitter walks away. Dela is back to her old staring habit. No oh god. <laughs> Checking out his buns. <laughs> <clears throat> As Alder kind of like sits there for a second, uh, it's he's gonna kind of look at. It states in what you put posted there of a spell level you can prepare. Okay, that's what, I. I just wanted to double check. I yep. I didn't know like. So just wanted to make sure. Yep. Yeah, I don't believe you can prepare fourth level spells yet. And I'm not sure with uh with sorcerer. Taking level and sorcerer, does that give you fourth level spells? It gives no. me the slot. Like he, he gets the but slot, but yeah, but not the actual spells. But I can prepare yeah. up to third level. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to double yeah. check because I was a little yeah. confused on the wording. So you can upcast something that's prepared at a lower but level. I can, it can yeah, be I can. upcast, but you don't prepare a fourth level yeah. spell. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Just wanted to double check. Not a problem. So what's everyone uh, doing? Um, you are not prepared. <laughs> Neris is going to take the time to study this stone, uh, finish her new necklace, and then after she has figured out what this really cool magic gem does and secreted it away cool. in, in her component <laughs> pouch... Um, a rather large white snake is going to lay in wait to follow Creston and Hannah Hara. Messy bitch. Um, where? <laughs> when? Whenever, uh, when, uh, she said she would come for him before dawn. So, Harris okay. is going to get some rest and wait around and, uh, completely try and follow them outside. <laughs> That's going to be fun. It'll be yep. interesting. 
I'll do after like kind of sitting at the table for a while is gonna approach that kind of zoned out Dale and kind of tap her on the shoulder. Oh, hi. Are you I, here? Uh, that's actually why I came to you. Do you have a little bit to talk? Of course. Yeah. By then, throwing that, that mantle around her shoulders and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> it's very <laughs> fitting, by the way. It's fun. It reminds me of some of the like fancier costumes and stuff I used to have. You'll have to tell me some tales sometime. Of course. Where are we going? I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> he kind of looks around. Um, could we do it a little more? Uh, that that that. I'm going to stop myself before I say something wrong. Um, <laughs> knowing Neris, she'll she'll have it out for me. Um, do you think we could talk in private? Sure. Better take him in your room. <laughs> That's probably the only part place we have in this place. I know a lot of places, just out of, I don't know, out of direct your, your sight, your, your, whatever, your hearing, whatever the word is. Um, <laughs> um, he got, he does he crack a smile a little bit as he's floundering over his words again. Um, I just, and in Zemnian, he's going to say, I, I had a very alarming dream. Do, do you want to go into one of our rooms to talk? I think that would be best, if that's not too weird. I don't think, I, I think it's fine as long as, as long as that doesn't happen by pleasure. Before you go into that, I feel like um, I ignored Flintry. Flintry was walking with Nala. Was there something that he wanted to do? Uh, no, he was going to... Uh, he was just going to be around her, hang out in the room with her. Okay. She she seemed not in a great mindset in the sense of she seemed upset, so he's going to at least provide some sibling comfort while attuning and getting to know this this item. Yeah. All right. Well, since you're here, you can uh, help me get into this. This is, uh, yeah. All Interesting. Right. So, yeah, she'll have Flintry help her get into the leather and she'll do some uh, Tai Chi ish type moves and stretching and so forth in it, seeing how it all it works. And yeah, it does. She does kind of blend a little bit more into the shadows. And I uh, will. Leave it at that. Let you, let you also attune to yours. And we'll come back to Aldir and Dela. In the next room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dela will uh, kind of lead you in there and, and 
shut the door, looking carefully for any stray spiders or <laughs> other small things following them in. <laughs> so that shows that uh, somebody likes mm -hmm. from listening. And uh, c correct me if I'm wrong, Nin, but Anahara said that this place is con under constant like private sanctum, right? Yes, but it's the whole place. The whole place. Yeah, that's what I thought. Place, that's what I thought. So, that's why I was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. He you, would, you know that yeah. you're protected here from uh, divination. Yeah, he would kind of almost instinctively begin to look around and kind of remember um, that it, it's safe. And he kind of, there's a, a relieved smile that kind of crosses his face as he kind of takes a breath. And um, kind of looks to Dela, and you know, there's almost not quite hesitation, just kind of there's a there's a general sense of uncertainty, um, and he kind of just well, um, yeah, I uh, I had quite a Quite a night. Um, I'm sure you can probably tell. Um, I had a, I wouldn't say a dream. It was a complete nightmare, if I'm honest. Um, it was, I think it was due to me almost, well, almost dying, but me falling. It's the first time I've fallen unconscious because the ring didn't allow me to do that before. So I guess that was kind of a curious benefit to that. But um, I dreamt, well, it was less of a dream, but uh, he kind of like brushes away like the, 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 uh, the makeup that he used to like cover up the marking that he gave himself a little bit my body didn't it didn't it became controlled my arm clawed at my neck and someone else's voice came through me i lost the moon from my hand and he kind of opens the palm and where would you expect like kind of the undulating black mass that had once appeared when he had talked about his powers is from Lex's description now gone. So he's kind of, he kind of looks a little confused and, but I, uh, <laughs> I don't know maybe this was, but I actually threatened whatever was holding me. Said I would, I wouldn't let it control me. I wouldn't live in fear of its abilities. Is that stupid? I think it's brave. I'm not maybe the best judge of whether something like the line between stupid and brave, though. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, I, I kind of tapped into the innate magics a little more, or at least what I think are innate magics. It's hard to tell. I mean, from what I've what I've seen, it was 
well, what I can at least tell it was given to me, but um, he kind of places a, a, he reaches out a hand and stops. May I place a hand on you? Of course. Um, and he'll place a very cold, a familiar cold hand to Dela. <laughs> like you kind of her hand or like her shoulder or yeah like yeah like her shoulder yeah. <laughs> no it just cups <laughs> a feel um, <laughs> um i wish i could say it it's gonna fade but i don't think it's gonna I think for as long as this remains uncertain and I can't, I can't control it without fear. It's going to be there. I think it's, I think I walk a line between the living and the dead. And I think I've crossed a threshold of no going back, you know? I don't know. She kind of has like a, a look that's like, I don't fully understand what you're talking about kind of a, a thing, but she reaches far to uh, take your opposite hand. Um, there's a lot of what you're going through is, is it sounds very confusing and I, I know it feels, I know what that feels like in a way, not, not the same way, but with everything that's been, been going, that's been going on with me, just the, the ambiguity and not, not knowing and not knowing if your, if your magic is, it's good or or bad or what's going to get to you is good or bad. It's scary, but you're not alone. We're here for you. I'm here for you. I know, and I think that's. I think that's why I sought you out. It was the comfort and. Because I know that you have been going through your own journey, and I think I needed just that. That classic Dela reassurance. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good at that, by the way. Thanks. Are you going to? Do you have any idea what your what your next step will be in trying to figure out what this is? How to how to stay safe? I don't know, honestly. I don't know what the logical next steps is are. I want to focus on the magic I was taught and not the magic that has been bestowed, but 
the same time, the magic that is bestowed is, well, going to kill me at the same time. Yeah. I want, I want to get a hold of it, but I want to do it in a way that's me and not it, if that makes sense. And I want it to blossom too uncontrollably. I want to study it. I want to be able to use it within my own grasp and not be scared of hurting people I care for. Having people be afraid. I mean, the tensions between me and this group are already fairly high. I mean, tensions in general are fairly high. I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's pretty intense. Um, really intense. Yeah. How are you doing? I am. If I say that I'm okay, it's kind of a lie, but no, no worse than everybody else, probably. Yeah. Um, I think we're all going through a lot right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talked with Zog, and I asked him to make me more powerful, and he did. Um, well, he, he made Aiko more powerful, which will help me a lot, I think, and help her. Um, well, that's good. I mean, from what I've, I don't mean to make big assumptions, but, you know, it's good that he's at least seemingly willing to help you. He's the best. Heard a, heard a lot worse from, you know entities that give away power i mean <laughs> in a sense what i was doing he kind of looks to his hands a little bit and kind of almost like nervously kind of like rubs them together i was doing with the assembly was fairly close to that i guess well that's the difference Zod, my friend <laughs> yeah, seems so. Good. Not a an organization that shackles you. I worry that they're gonna come for me. I worry that they're gonna hurt you guys. I worry that they're catching on. We have a pretty good army on our side, though. I know I know one day I'll have to face that face the the sins that I have but um, I think that's you know I think we can both agree that there are worse things right now more important things. Yeah. 
focus on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I know things are, you know, rough and but uh, if you ever want to talk, he kind of squeezes her hand a little bit. No, I'm always here. Thank you. I'm mostly worried about, I, I need to figure out what's going on. The, the research that I said I needed to do in the city before I, there's, there's so many things going on and we need to figure out what's going on with these cults and stop them. Figure out like, we don't even know, like all that stuff could happen tomorrow and we have no idea, you know, what kind of time yeah. playing against, but like, I also don't know what kind of timelines I'm dealing with with other things too. And yeah, the not knowing is 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 it's yeah. it's scary. But like if we don't if we don't stop these elemental princes and stuff, then everybody is hurt, not just not just my, my family and, and stuff, and that's really important. So we kinda are kinda stuck prioritizing, I guess. I'm really yeah. too late to help my family. I'm sure they'll be fine, Dela. But I, I, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I think you and I are on fairly uh, similar paths in that way. We have things that are outside our control that we want to get more information about, but the events at hand are shackling us, tying us. Yeah. I just don't know what I wish I could. You know? Yeah. I wish I could say some <clears throat> witty remark about, you know, it's all going to be okay. And, you know, see that smile once more and kind of flashes her a little wink. Um, but um, honestly I don't know we're kind of in the shit right now I'm not going to lie but you, and, know, what? you know it's it's kind of amazing that we're we're strong enough that we can even be in the shit you know instead of just standing on the sidelines I guess so I mean, it's terrifying. I think terrifying is uh, more yeah. of a. I mean, I'm just lucky that Hannah Harrow came when she did. I didn't think she would even come. <laughs> it was kind of a, a message in the wind and just praying. But I think that was kind of our one get out of jail free card, so to speak. Well, not free. I mean, you know. Yeah. I was. I was really worried. I was. I was really scared. Yeah, me too. I was too. I. Uh, you know, I saw you coming over the wall, and I was panicking, and then you went down and went unconscious, and then. All I thought was, great, you know, 
haven't even I barely even started my own journey and that's it, you know. But uh as I was being pummeled into in consciousness by that golem it was slightly peaceful. I mean when you're in that state nothing else is going on. Just nothing. I'm glad you're safe, Bill. I'm glad all of us are safe. Yeah. It could have very gone very differently. I'm glad, Creston. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. We need to get more healing potions. Like, a lot more. <laughs> that is, um, yeah, I think we should talk about what her next steps are, honestly. In terms of what to do. I think restocking and supplies is a smart move. But like you said, we don't know how much time we have. The more time we spend, the more time it's potentially allowing them to progress their plans. Yeah. The only solace I have in my thoughts is that there's still people under there. Still three of the, well, we can assume, if we assume that we have eliminated all the Earth cultists, which I think is a naive assumption, we still have you know, all the others trying to fight for whatever they're fighting for. So I think that's going to slow them at least a little bit. But I wish we knew more. I wish we had all the answers. That would make it a lot easier, but <laughs> life isn't like that. True. Poor Tamale seems so far away, and yet it's where I want to go, but the strings of fate seem to pull me elsewhere. We'll figure it out together. looks to her and just gives a nod and kind of rests his head against her shoulder a little bit. You're good to talk to. Thank you. Her face is as red as her new mantle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, unless kicked out, he's gonna stay there for a little bit, just kind of chit chatting. Yeah, they can, they can hang out and vibe. Let the, uh, yeah, let the others have their moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to come back to Nanala and Flinty real quick uh, while you do that. And she's going to look over at him after, you know, they've had about an hour. So, what's it do? Pointing at the cloak that he's been checking out. Uh, 
weird. He's going to don the hood. I don't know. It just says that while you wear this, to me, it seems really weird. I was going to say he dons the hood and he begins to like shift a bit, like a, an additional flintry kind of like a almost like Whoa. a double. She kind of steps back and she blinks a bit like it's her vision, you know. That's freaky. Take a swing. Try to hit me. Uh. It's fine. Um, okay. It's <laughs> just like, okay. Uh, yeah, because I think you, she's at what? Disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. Action. Uh, let me roll this with disadvantage. Let's see what she hits. Uh, yeah, that's a one. <laughs> she... <laughs> Wait. What? Uh, fucking hell, where are you? <laughs> He'll drop the hood. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know exactly how... It feels like it's going to be a... Is it a constant thing? I think it constantly just happens. I need to look at it. It's Cloak of Dislips. Yeah, it says, while you wear this cloak, it projects an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location. Oh, I get it. So technically, Flintree's a little to the left. He's like a couple, I guess, you know, inches to the left or a foot away from his actual position where she sees him. He's like a foot to the right, but he's actually a foot to the right. left. So, but oh, once weird. you take damage, the property it's... ceases to function until the start of your yeah. next turn. Right. Yeah. So if they do ah. manage to hit you, then yeah, it's uh, it's down. I think Vax had one of these, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. That show that we don't mention. <laughs> <laughs> that show yeah, that we're all definitely not fans of. A hundred percent. So, oh, and you know what? So she, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna go. Okay, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You, you stand right there. Hang on. Uh, she's gonna use her uh, ability to her uh, bonus action where she stands still, and is gonna try and hit him, <laughs> which negates oh, okay. the disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, she hit an 18. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so she then notices that once she hits him, uh, which the damage was. Not uh, her using her short sword on him. He just wanted her to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. She pulled, pretty lethal. It. she pulled it. She lethal used the slide of blade just to basically do blunt damage. So, yeah, she's. She just, yeah, was trying to just hit you with it. But yeah, she's, God, she doesn't know how to fist fight. That's just her yeah. weapon. So, um, so yeah, it's just, she gives you a tap, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, you do, it is enough that it, it drops the effect, but it does come back within about six or seven seconds. The sword doesn't go all the way to the hilt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gonna like rub the spot. Jeez. Oh, okay. Um. Uh oh. Fuck Satan and Ella. <laughs> okay. 
so but it comes back okay so if you do get hit it it seems to interrupt it but but it comes back that's good that's good let's just hope yeah. you don't get hit yeah okay Okay, so uh, she's gonna she's going to uh, dim the light in there. Now he's got tremor sense and blind sight <laughs> and blind sight. <laughs> ten foot normal. radius, yeah, ten foot radius blind sight and sixty okay, foot so radius she, tremor she's, sense. Okay, she's it's going to be the tremor sense that you might be able to use to detect her. Um, but she does get advantage on this. Oh. Ledry could sense Faris and Dela in the other room, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming <laughs> if it's next door. Okay. That is a stealth check of 29. Uh-huh. Now, uh, I do believe with this, let me check, because I think you have disadvantage on perception checks on her. Let me check. The armor. Like a cloak of elven kind? That's what that does, right? It is an armor of shadow that has basically the cloak of elven kind built into it. Ooh, um, that gives her a plus one bonus to AC. And yeah, you, when you wear this armor, wisdom perception checks made to see you have disadvantage and you have advantage on dexterity stealth checks made to hide. Nice. Solid. Very solid items. Yeah, it's interesting. So, How does that work with the uh, tremor sense? He could essentially. Yeah, let me let me look up tremor sense. I got it. It says okay. a monster with tremor sense can detect and pinpoint the origin of vibrations within a specific radius, provided that the monster and the source of the vibrations are in contact with the same ground or substance. Okay. It cannot detect flying or incorporeal creatures. Many blah blah blah. Um, let me uh, maybe there's a little bit more detail. No, yeah, it just says trimmer sense. Technicality, uh, Dilla, um, the knowledge your sister, not a monster, so it's uh, oh, <laughs> oh, fair. <laughs> Tremor Sense doesn't automatically nullify someone else's stealth. This is Jeremy Crawford's tweet. It lets you notice someone in contact with the ground on the other side of a wall, for instance, but a person can still move stealthily enough to escape the notice of a creature with Tremor Sense. Hmm. Sounds like an opposed role to me. Yeah, it would definitely be an opposed role. I would, um, yeah. yeah. He's not going to be able to beat that. Yeah, he's not going to be able to beat that. With the roll, I would say yeah. with the tremor sense, you wouldn't be at disadvantage because the disadvantage probably comes he from still sight. Be able to beat that. Yeah, he still wouldn't be able okay. to beat that. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, she, that's an 20. 18. Yeah, she yeah. got an 18 plus 11. So, yep. So she has, she has, she's gone still and she's blended in. Uh, this is where fireball comes in handy. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to take a second and kind of focus that tremor sense, but yeah, he's 
All right. Whatever it does, it works. I'll kind of look around. Okay. And uh, yeah, and she will. She will eventually. She'll put the hood down, and uh, yeah, and you you can then you see her her blue skin. Hmm. Once again, it's almost like when she puts the hood up, that almost like a like a shadowy veil comes over the face in a way, making her much harder to detect. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I just read. I just read chat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well. Don't do that to me again, please. You scared the shit out of me. I was fine. Narice was right there. Yeah, right. Narice was in probably worse shape than you, but yeah. We're going to be smarter. I think this proved that we need to stick together. And... Try not to, uh, maybe I think we got a little bit cocky from taking on all of those cultists at that surface place. I don't think we can, we can, uh, depend on being able to take out a lot of people in one go. Oh. Yeah. She walks hmm. up and she puts her arms around you, around your waist, and she gives you a hug. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I'll give her a brotherly hug back. As he pulls away, like rub the top of her head a little bit. <clears throat> she um. looks up at you, and we never tell mother about that, right? <laughs> no, we we definitely leave that. Yeah. We don't tell Anna about it either. We don't tell anybody about it. That never happened as no. far as our family's concerned. Nope. Right. Nope, nope, nope. And she puts her pinky out. Pinky swear. He'll laugh and he'll do it as well. <laughs> and he'll kiss the, at his thumb. You secure pinky with the, with the kiss. Yep. She does the same. She smiles yeah. at him. Uh. <laughs> This, uh, gonna be honest, this new, uh, sensing the vibrations in the ground and such is a little unsettling when you can tell who's in whose room or, or who people go into other people's rooms. Uh, so I am who's going in his room to, right now? I don't know who it is. I haven't, that's what I'm going to work on is get familiar with y'all's, each of your steps. Try to see if I can narrow that down. The way people step together, but <sighs> I'm not going to assume. And he is going to lift his hands up, and he's going to toss the, like the war pick, like over his shoulders, like across his his traps, essentially. Um, and he'll mm -hmm. make his way out as he he's headed to the library because he does not want to be in the least amount of movement <laughs> in this place. He is going for that because it is. Yeah, it's this is going to be something for him to get used to. All right. 
You're heading off to the library. Um, Danala is going to head for... Uh, she's going to head for the central room that has all the pillars, and she's going to be doing some movements. She's going to be working on her speed um, and learning now that with this armor, she... She does feel a bit lighter on her feet, and yeah, she's going to work on uh, moving more quickly, and how that might help her in combat. <laughs> um, so, what is that leaves Nerys? What are you doing? Um, well, Nerese is getting as much uh, rest as she possibly can and staring at her shiny new gem and staring at her raggedy, looks like it was made by a four-year-old new necklace. And <laughs> it's kind of, she was waiting for a bit of time, but I think she's going to sink rather slowly into the gem over the course of the time as they're waiting for dawn over the course of the whole, like, overnight. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make that first roll. Go for it. See what you get. I get a one. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's awesome. All right. I rolled, oh. I rolled Anahara's just for the hell of it to see what she got the following day. She got a one, a 12, and a 20. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, during the combat that she came and helped with, I rolled her portents. She got, I've never had this happen with Livia, but she got three nines. All the same. I rolled all three dice at That's the same crazy. time, and it was three nines. I was like, what the fuck? Absolutely crazy. Shit. <laughs> That mid range, you don't you don't want a lot of mid rangers. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. And for those wondering, we're talking about diviners, wizard diviners. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, for the podcast, uh, curiosity, can you give a, a brief little deal of what your cloak does? Uh, so curiosities. New cloak <clears throat> lets me use Missy Sip three times a day. Very cool. It is very cool. Yeah, very useful for uh, someone who likes to shake their little their little cha cha <laughs> and gift in for hit points. You can move yourself around the battlefield. <laughs> I'm keeping that now. You shake your cha cha. <laughs> cha -cha. It's not a machine. It's just curiosity doing a very, <laughs> very. No, we're just gonna game. name it Cha Cha now. Cha Cha. Cha Cha. Yeah, Cha Cha. Uh, and uh, for those that may not have figured out, Nerissa's stone. If you would like to explain what that does. Uh, basically, it is a small version of the uh, a Divination Wizard's portents ability. It is a stone that allows Neris to uh, 
at the once per once after a long rest. Roll a d20 and record the number, and then uh, anytime anyone makes an attack roll, saving throw, or ability check, and I can see them, I can replace their roll with that number. Nice. Yeah. So I have to choose it before the roll. Uh, yep. Or I can expend the use of the foretelling roll and I can cast the divination spell. Yep. And every dawn it recharges so I can do the roll once a day, basically. Um, I've already explained about the armor that uh, Nanala got. Uh, Flintry got the from the DMG, the Cloak of Displacement. So anyone out there can look that up. Um, Creston got the Amulet of the Devout plus two. Uh, anyone can look that up as well, but that does give him plus two to his DCs, plus two to his uh, spell attack rolls, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and, and I get a free oh. channel divinity. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he gets another free channel divinity, which can be quite useful for Creston, <laughs> for our group. <laughs> yeah. Reheal. Yeah, the new he. Yeah, he gets another one of those heals. So, um, and Aldir's already read his out, so we know what his does as far as it uh, assists the wizard in being able to more quickly and less expensively record spells in their spell book or craft scrolls. Uh, and Dela's, do you want to describe what yours does? Yeah. Um, so besides just making her look fly, um, she <laughs> investiture of flame once a day, which is uh, a nice firebird spell. <laughs> a six level spell that's like way beyond her her normal level. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yep. Once a day, and uh, you don't want to be close to her when she does it because anyone like, within five feet of her will take fire damage. Is that like cannon plus plus? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she bright light for for those who in, who are non dark vision. So that's nice, and the, and the spell lasts for ten minutes. It it conflicts with hex, unfortunately, but yes, it does. You'll have, have to make a choice. Yep. Your damage and resistance to cold damage. Uh, melee people will not be happy if they uh go but try to come up on her or end their turn there, and she'll get like line of fire, blasty yep. kind of type things too. Yep. So. Is your middle name now come up, me motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, motherfucker. Boom cannon. Yeah. It does make her make a choice, though, because it is a concentration spell. So she has to choose between the hex or using this ability, which would then negate the hex. So it's, it's a trade-off. It's very powerful, but it is a trade-off, and it's just once a day. So Yeah, but she's combat, got advantage on that because she's got the aluminium foil helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. And, ah! Yeah, uh, Flintry, you want to share? Uh, I think, well, I think everyone saw 
Did everyone see oh, yeah. the, what I posted display. last week with the uh, no oh. the uh, the, the pickaxe? Oh. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I guess for the for the viewers. Country now possesses Iron Fang, which is a legendary weapon, um, war pick to be precise. Uh, he has a plus two to attack and damage rolls, and when he hits, he does an extra 1d, some extra thunder damage. Um, he also is the benefit of Earth Mastery, which is funny. Um, he can speak Tarian? Tarian. Taryn, thank Taren. you. Fluently. Uh, he now has resistance to... He did already, but yeah. <laughs> well, now he can speak that like precisely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that dialect, yeah. Um, he is resistant to acid damage. He now has tremor sense out to 60 feet. Uh, he can sense some precious metals and stones at the same 60 feet, but he doesn't know exact locations. He can also uh, dominate... Attempt to dominate a an earth elemental. I could do that once per dawn, once per day. Oh. It recharges at dawn, uh, and he has three charges of shatter uh, at cast at oh, second level shit. with a pretty fucking high does DC. That, does that stop? Does item like magic? You can't cast it as a. You can't. Okay. You can. If I'm okay. raging, it's all casting of spells. You can't do. I, gotcha. I, I was just curious. Okay. I was gonna have Flintry Trench's disguise before to make it look like he was blindfolded so that the Medusa didn't think to look at him, but I was like, oh, oh we can't because he's yeah. Um huh. so yeah. Uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh also Flintry will one day turn into a Medusa, so that says that at the very bottom. Ah! <laughs> Annotated at the very bottom. <laughs> oh well good. If only I had thought of that. <laughs> it's a, a, it's a, a Medusa curse. Mud Man, a Medusa Mud Fireman. Yeah. Roll a D100 and anything odd you get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so um, is the group going to try to get together and discuss? plans before this <sighs> dawn or waiting for after dawn i feel like we should do it same before, night yeah i think we need to go i think we need to we be ready to go. yeah kristen reveals himself as a 20th level assassin rogue and tries to take uh, out anhera I will say while Flintry's in the library, he is going to ask Saria, Sarah, Saria, Saria. I can't remember. Saria. Saria, thank you. Um, he's gonna ask for if they have any books on like various types of I think I, I don't know if I asked it before, but various types of like maybe potentially like a bestiary or very various types of uh unusual creatures that may originated or might be from different planes, elemental planes, but aren't Boy. necessarily elemental, um, if that makes sense, like bullets and medusas and, yeah. Well, they are known as, um, she will tell you that they are known as 
generally as a monstrosity, not that they're from different planes, but that they have been created or um, originated due to, it could be a curse, it could be magical crossbreeding, uh, but not necessarily that uh, when you mention Medusa and Belay, not that they necessarily come from a different plane. So, um, let me think if I have anything that might be of use for you. Unfortunately, there aren't many who've written, uh, like, extensive encyclopedias regarding the different creatures. You kind of have to follow or read up, and, and you might uh, read up about them in individual Sometimes they're works of fiction, but based on a certain amount of fact. Sometimes there'll be a a diary of uh, an individual who may have adventured at one point in their life. Um, and you can take what they write with as much veracity as possible. People do tend to exaggerate sometimes in their writing. Uh, so I'm not sure of uh, exactly what you're you're looking for, but uh, let's see if we can find something. Um, I mean, there's quite a bit in here. So give me, give me, like, can you be a bit more specific in exactly kind of what you're looking for? Because it's pretty broad. You're yeah, really, I don't like, think it's... Uh, I'm anything honest, from particular... Think, yeah. No. Uh, it's... Um, she could probably find you something that talks more about the belays, uh, which, yeah, we'll explain about their, you know someone like making armor out of the carapace um but it's difficult of course uh, a fair amount of skill to be able to take the animal's outer shell and turn into a workable comfortable piece of armor um As far as the Medusa is concerned, uh, most of the encounters with them have been uh, a female Medusa. Very little is discussed of a male uh, Medusa, but you know there is uh, there's speculation as to whether it's just female in one book or if it, they can also be male. Um, but you know the the typicals there they know that they can petrify people um other abilities that they might have uh it does come up about the having a sense of the world around them uh as far as stone mm -hmm. and rock um but yeah other than that it's you could probably write as good of a depiction of the creature as uh anyone having fought one uh, yeah 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 um but you do this? find a note in one of them 
that they are afraid of mirrors because okay. they are not immune to their own gaze. <laughs> sorry, I just thought I was about to say that sounds kind of homophobic. Um, sorry, uh, just plashing my head gets you on gaze. Uh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Flintry is... Um... <laughs> Oh man, it's been a day. Um, he will. He will take. Days. Yeah. He <laughs> Not will take. <laughs> he will take uh, all that Sarissa like offers. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's got a whole different connotation. <laughs> like flash in my head, and I could not not say it. Um, he's going to ask <laughs> Soraya, sorry, for her her favorite book. Out of the library, what would her favorite book be? He's Tusk Love. <laughs> oh, I nearly said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in favor of uh, mysteries. And uh, here's... Uh, would you like to read it? Yeah, sure. Um, One of my favorites? Sure. Don't know that you're going to have enough time. Um, are you going to be here for a while? I doubt it. I'll probably be in the library for a bit. Um, Murder on the Didier Express. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm trying to stay away from a lot of movement, if you will. Uh, so, yeah, I'll spend time if the others are looking for me. Yeah, well, here. have a seat over there. Would you like any tea or water? Coffee. Lots of coffee. Coffee it is. I'll get some coffee brought in for you. Country and will... she sets you down. Okay. Yeah. It, it's going to be the gonna... furthest, the furthest yeah. table, like at the back yep. corner. He'll pull, he won't even probably get a table. He'll probably just drag a chair and um, he'll sit you know, like over the top of it with the book kind of hanging, his arms hanging down, the book in his hands like this, his head kind of resting uh, on the back of it, like reading, uh, reading that way. Not a, probably a comfortable way to sit, but he's just okay. trying to distract him himself right now. She brings you a book. Um, uh, I'm going to have to come up with a book title later. I have not got the brain power for that at the moment. But it is the, a, a murder mystery story of uh, a ship uh, at mm -hmm. sea and someone ends up dead and it's the mystery of discovering who the murderer is. It has to be someone on the boat. And uh, yeah, trying to figure out who it is that uh, is the murderer. So, but yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's that's one of her favorites so um meanwhile <laughs> in the list of notion um yeah once uh i guess once an analysis some of them and she'll start yeah she'll start kind of looking and you know, do we want to we want to have a discussion over what we're going to do where we're we gonna go? It may be a wise decision. Hmm. Where do we want we... to have this discussion? He looks around. I mean, uh, 
the garden, one of our rooms. The garden's a nice place. Garden. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go check the library and see if I find anyone up there. Um, you guys want to, yeah, gather up everyone else? Maybe if anyone's sure. in their rooms? Okay. And yeah, she'll go and, uh, she'll find Flintry. And, uh, you've, you've been sitting there reading for probably an hour when she comes to, to get you. That's been pretty good so far. Being very, very, very slowly he's reading it, just taking it in. Um, once he, he's not, he's purposely looking down. Once Nanala makes it within 60 feet, he's going to close his eyes and he's going to try to put it to memory the way her footfalls hit the ground. Okay. He's going to try to, he's, he will try to, with everyone, work on knowing even without sight who how different people step make me a perception check okay oh that's a natural 20 that's a 24 yeah she's your sister okay. you you know her steps well already but yeah you would be able to recognize her footfalls amongst others you feel pretty confident I will put that in my notes. This yep. information. Yep. We'll handle it that way with all of them until you have rolled well enough to have learned everyone. I'm going to say what I rolled to, just so that we... Nerese should be the most interesting one, because it can depend on what form Nerese is in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, then that's well enough. Once it, the form goes from two feet to four feet, he's like, ah, okay, that's, that's who that is. Um... Potentially, but it doesn't. Yeah, it might not be four feet. <laughs> no, that's true. And reasonably soon, she's going to have a fly speed. You will never see. She'll never see me calmer. Because <laughs> I have alert. Um, he'll follow. <laughs> he'll, so, he'll drop the book we off. Eventually. At the podium eventually settle down everyone is now in the garden curiosity's been um, sitting at the table okay i'm assuming you were have you would have been picked up by the group as well okay um unless you are not wanting to come along uh no, you've, you've been sitting asked. at the table working on something I yes. thought you were actually, yeah, I thought you were, no, no, that's right, you were doing that earlier. You were doing sketching earlier. Yeah, Curiosity's uh, been working with that dowel that they got for a bit. Oh, good. Doing um, a couple of things. <laughs> okay. What yeah. all are you trying to do with it? Uh, well, first off, Curiosity would have cut those seven discs that they were sketching that Dela saw off the end of the rod and then um, started working on the wand. Okay. Uh, using your uh, wood carvers? Yep. Okay. Uh, is it something that you can do relatively quickly? Uh, Curiosity's made a wand before. Uh, basically, okay. their wand broke when they got yanked under the earth. Ah, okay. So Curiosity needs a new wand. 
Okay. Uh, make me your woodcarvers. Wood okay. Uh, Fifteen. Ah, that's good enough. Yep. I mean, it's not like masterwork, but it's pretty good. Yeah. That's and then, yeah, that's better than average. And then it gets engraved with the the arcane firearm glyphs and the glyphs for uh, what was it? the enhanced arcane focus which is why yep. curiosity makes them makes the wand it himself yep that makes sense okay so yep you are just finishing up your wand when uh, the rest of the group wanders over and indicates that they're heading for the garden to have a chat about our next steps uh yeah, and eventually uh, Nanala and Flinty uh, join the group. And we all settle down to discuss what we're going to do next. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to Global Rollers. Our next episode will be available soon. Until then, fare thee well. <laughs>